You're funny, though. I sound like an angry man in recording. It's not good. And we're live. (laughs) We've actually been live for about 10 seconds or so. (laughs) So this is as good an opportunity to start as any. It's another episode of Conversations with Random Nobodies. And sometimes somebodies. Laura was absolutely prepared to say her contributing line that time. This and time sometimes somebody's. She's still ready. <laughs> Guest on the big couch today is Jess, or Jessica, or Jess. And let me ask you this, Jess, just out of curiosity. <laughs> if you had to guess what the odds are that at some point this entire episode devolves into just you and me quoting Best in Show, <laughs> what would you rate that as? I'm going to give it a solid 75% chance you and I end up quoting Best in Show by the end of this. I was only going to say 45. Ooh, I was going to say 40, 40, 60. Yeah. 40, 40, 60%? Yeah. No, it's not. It's a range. It's a range of 40 It's a range, 40 to 60, because no, that's no, no, exactly no, no. what I... No, no, 40% yes, oh. 60% no. Oh. You can just say 40% in that case. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need to say both percentages. There are games where people say 40, 60, 25, 75. What is that? When people do that. Um, are you talking odds? Yeah. What are the, That's what's right. his question. You, you're talking like what? Two to one, three to one, five to one? That's the vibe I'm yeah. getting. Yeah. That's totally different than what you're, what you're saying sounds like someone trying to fuck a heist partner out of their cut. No, it's 4560. Like, yeah, we're going 4560. <laughs> Nobody's making out there. So since I guess we're talking about gambling, let's dive back into that Indian casino thing, huh? Cuz that's interesting. What was Dutch Bros fucking around doing, Laura? Um the co-creator of Dutch Bros, Travis Boat Bursma, B O E S R-M-A, I think. Um, yeah, he is, from what I've read, you know, like, I, I don't know if it was really reputable sources, but um, he's, like, creating... BuzzFeed. A, it was not BuzzFeed. It was, like, a Daily info Mail. pic. Daily Mail. It was, <laughs> what are those called? The pictures that say info? What are they called? Clickbait? No. Well, okay, yeah. Um, so clickbait says that he's co-creating like a, or he, he's the co-creator that is now creating like a simulated horse gambling resort type thing in like Grants Pass, Oregon that is screwing the indigenous you can say indigenous, Native Americans okay. of Oregon out of their existing revenue from their existing, uh, casinos, I think. So- Sounds terrible, but my first issue is what is a simulated horse racing resort? Because are we simulating the horse racing? Are we simulating the resort? Are you setting up a resort style lounge? What do you, area what do you mean your simulating home? a resort? Is it that's what she's saying? It's a simulated horse racing resort. So like, is the whole thing a simulation? Am I just supposed to relax on no, my couch? No, it's not with an VDR. No, no, no. It's it got is, a location. You go Grand's to the Pass, resort Oregon. and then yeah. watch so fake you go, horses. Or, Correct. If you're simulating the resort, you go to Grands Pass, Oregon, and they plug you in Matrix style, and you pretend that you're at a horse racing 
That's good. That's a good 50-50. It is simulated, but also an adventure. I think it's If it's waste, just no. the horse racing that's simulated, then also, how am I not being fucked out of my bet? Like, isn't it just all the more likely that they're going to win? Like, that it's not rigged. Right. Well, like, you'd say that about if all gambling. If the dealer always it's wins. All right. Well, so, that's what I worry about. Like, if you go to gamble and say you're sitting you at a roulette a table, horse race? doesn't it feel more legitimate when you're sitting at the roulette table and you can see everything happening in front of you versus when everybody's placing their bets and then it's running on a screen and potentially there's an algorithm in that system that's, like, you're less likely to win because it knows what bets you've placed already no how is it really randomized how can you be sure if it's electronic well one because i've won a lot i mean i've won and two because you can smoke at the ones where there's not an attendant (laughs) so it's fine it's worth the risk that they're fucking you over a little bit more even if it's just like one two percent but they're not because i keep winning we we both have we've won really good i can't say that's been my experience I don't think that's been most people's experience. I've never left. Which is more why casinos are with. still a thing. If most people won, they would have probably figured out to just not open casinos. <laughs> so that's. Most people don't win. Oh, do you want to play a game? It's a gambling well, oh, related. Let's hear it. Uh, well, yeah, it'll be for like a dollar. I do have, as opposed to last episode. I think I now have, like, a running $28 in my wallet, okay. but I'm only willing to bet one, and it's just out of curiosity to see if you can, um... Do I need a dollar to bet No. against you? I have. You know what the sad thing is? Is, like, it took me six years to find out that my wife secretly wanted to shove a finger in my ass... And it, it took me another six years to figure out that my wife's secret ambition in life was apparently to be a fucking game show host. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what I... is it about us creating a podcast that made you think, you know, now I've got a platform to ask my friends random questions for money? Well, Jessica, I feel like, has more of a chance. I want to know what and this I, has to okay. do with stuff going up your butt. I want to know why those I wanna, realizations... You know I've what I want to know? It. What I want to know is how Gabe will feel later when he finds out that you played this exact same game for way more money than he had an opportunity to win. I'm not betting the $28. I was just saying, for the record, I have exceeded... Like, you know, I've surpassed Potentially, the this okay. game could go on a lot longer. She it could, lot, yeah. You know. If she has 28 questions. Also, I think I'm way more prepped for this than Gabe. Ask me anything. All right. Now, Josh, I would like for you to lift up your HP laptop, Chrome, Chromebook. Is that what it is? Yeah, it's Does a Chromebook. HP make Chromebooks? Okay. Neither of whom sponsor us. I was about so. to say, don't give out free ads, bitch. Yeah. Don't. Move that shit <laughs> off of the table, please. We'll move off my unspecified computerized device. My decent laptop that if anybody's interested in paying me to promote, we're, no, Let me we're, know. we're going with Ken's. Ken's. Yeah, Ken's. We don't shout out much else. Um, that took we'll less than that eight later. minutes for what us to bring up Ken's. Ken's. We'll, we'll talk about it later. Um, I would really like to get this uh, bet going game. So, one dollar. <laughs> unsure about odds versus... No, there yeah, no she, she really it's has absolutely nothing. none of the prerequisites <laughs> to be a game show host of any kind. 
I'm, I'm going to say you've cute. got a 45, oh, 65 chance. She's got you there. What? I'm blonde cute and, and I'm blonde. Cute. That's, that means you're qualified so is to the, be yeah, a side-standing well, To be lady fair, blonde and cute qualifies you to be Vanna White, who's been clipping computerized letters. That's who I was looking for when she told me your fish's name was Alex Trebek. I understand the need for someone to turn the letters back in the days when they actually had to physically move the letters on the board, but that bitch has been collecting $4 million a year off of walking up and hitting a touch screen and clapping. Anyway, get to your fucking game. She just suggested that I eat the half chocolate. She said, this is not good. You might like it. You don't like what I usually like, so I thought you might like it, but you got to have it with some wine. It, it looks like strawberry. It's like apricot. I'm going to pretend like I'm the executive producer of your show and ask you to focus. For a dollar, I would like to see if Jessica can name this, what is it, like 19.5, it's like a 19 inches and 5 I don't know why you're so eight. fascinated with the measurements. Hold on, for our listeners. Doesn't matter how big it is, give me a second just to like. Search through my brain bits because it's not popping up immediately, but I do know who it is. I'll give you the dollar if you can at least name the artist, but you get mm, I extra don't... props for if you can name the painting. <sighs> give me just a half a second. Now, this is the same puzzle that we... It's not uh, Chagall. ...asked Gabe about last episode. I didn't listen to the it's last got the episode. It's got I the know, same that's... color scheme as Chagall. It's not Chagall. I'll give you that. It starts with a G... Ooh, girl. You inching your way towards this new fresh dollar bill. I really feel like I know his name. I know it starts with a G. I want to say it's called... It's fascinating. Now, last time... Uh, Riveting. Riveting material here while I... Laura has nothing, so she resorts (laughs) to game shows. No, no, it's... Well, I just thought... And I'm no art historian. I really, of all of them, I really want to know what this painting is. And I I think if we let it go on too long, I will just sit here in silence, contemplating potential names. What about for Gabe? We let him play 20 questions. I know it's not Chagall. Where you can say, like, is this a man? Is it a woman? Is it a... I know it's a man. It's Gustav Klimt. Klimt! I'm not gonna let that Gustav. just fucking go forever. Thank you. That's all I wanted. Okay, Gustav. It's not my dollar. But I... Do you, what's the name of the painting? The Virgins, I think. I the think virgins? last episode I said The Virgin, and I was mis- I was incorrect. I think it's The Virgins, plural. I mean, I see I thought it was just face. The Virgin. I think it's a couple of ladies. It's definitely... You know... It depends on your definition of virginity. All right, let's move on to something hopefully more interesting. (laughs) And how could it not be? You want to start quoting best in show? What did you think of the chocolates? Um, It's fine. I definitely think it's strawberry, just like the other ones. (laughs) Fake strawberry. (laughs) Did you try the other ones? No. (laughs) No. I agree with you 100%. I, I, hate, I hate boxes of mixed chocolates. I think they're almost The level shit. of risk associated yeah. with a box of mixed chocolates is just not worth the gratitude even, I get even for the Even for the ones that they're nice enough to give you a location and description. 
of the chocolate. It's then you're still just a risk. Aware. It's still a risk. No, then you just immediately no, know he, that you're only going you like to like two thirds of the chocolates, and right, you just but don't even, even then, try they the still, others. They still surprise you. I like all of them. What is your problem? I don't know. We don't have gutter pellets, maybe? I do not have a gutter pellet. No, I do. Is that a Russell Stover box of chocolates? That's not gutter. That's, you know. That's just basic chocolate. That's the subway of chocolate manufacturers. No, 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 no. Reese's hearts and, like, seasonal products, like the fucking Christmas trees. That's, like, if that's your favorite seasonal candy, that's gutter taste that's pathetic. all right if you say so but this is chocolate i, I, don't mind I can respect that you like the chocolate these are the same chocolates that get put in the fucking hearts except these were buy one get one free because they're not seasonal because they overmade. no because everybody's buying the hearts instead of the regular boxes so i said fuck it i'll buy a i'll buy two boxes for the price of one it's the same shit Hundred percent. That I agree with. Insider tip, King Supers. I'm just gonna say, if you like the chocolates, that's badass. I just, uh, I do have the palate of a five year old, and I'm not interested in anything in my chocolate but more chocolate or caramel, and that's that's really the only. There are more chocolates in here. I just haven't found them Mm -hmm. yet. So I mean, you probably want to. You let me know when you have a half of a caramel or chocolate filled chocolate left over. This one or this one right here. Uh huh. We'll get there. We'll get there. It's gross. That's <laughs> what it is. Do you... I'm sorry. So how I many McDonald's you... McDoubles did you eat last night? Those aren't gross. <laughs> it's... And I mean, also... You like Valentine's Day. You I do love Valentine's, Valentine's Day. To be fair, how many did you eat? What's your... I want to know... I didn't eat any McDoubles. Hold on. We don't need to make this about another corporation. What... It's nearly Valentine's Day. Uh, it's doubtful you'll record another episode pre-Valentine's Day, right? No. So, we got I'd say given up. the fact that we have an open box of chocolates and a couple of glasses of wine, I could, we could call this your Valentine's Day episode. I love right? that. So, I already know your feelings, for the most part, vaguely, about Valentine's Day. But also your birthday falls really close, so it's hard to maybe differentiate people with, like, holiday birthdays, have their own thing going on. You kind of have to make it work and find a good balance for you. But you strike me, Josh. As the kind of person that would hate Valentine's Day? Yes. I I do. I'm not particularly Valentine's Day inclined. I'm not either. And I didn't think you'd be. So do you just choose to celebrate valentine's day as an extended time period of laura's birthday no and just make no he does it <laughs> just flat out no he does it because it makes me happy but in like in my defense it's begrudging but yeah I do. no we don't even do anything no That's what's not like, usually it doesn't yeah. matter is like we're not really doing anything other than me saying it's fucking valentine's day happy valentine's day don't you love me I here's love you. a link to the yeah. necklace i want well, that was kind of more for my birthday, but... <laughs> yeah. That's what I mean, though. So, like, if it's your birthday, too... I do get two presents. Right. You want two presents. You want, like, a little something romantic for Valentine's Day. You want a little something fun for your birthday. So, like, do you, you just vibe with it? You just roll with it and whatever? Usually... If she wants to celebrate either or, you just kind of, no. like lean into that celebration or... if we're gonna be honest no. we always celebrate my birthday we don't celebrate valentine's day i joke about wanting two gifts but he's gonna get me 
<laughs> at least like, two for your like, birthday. Like, no, anyway, he took right? me out to go shopping yesterday at Sephora, which was, like, super sweet. Shout out, Josh. Shout out, Sephora. Um, and All these free ads, dude. Yo. You know. Free ads. So, I mean, that was really, really nice. And, like, I'm not going to be like, hey, seriously, where's my next birthday? Or where's my Valentine's Day gift? Yeah. But he he might pay for, like, drinks later if I want to go back out. A little extra yeah. something. Yeah. Not on the day. He took a day off work that I told him. I was but like, it's, hey, can you take it's a begrudging off? kind yeah. of thing. I don't like it. I don't care for it. And is this I because... I don't support it. Is this because it's a holiday mostly Define holiday. Built up, right. Is it a holiday that has been mostly built up like, by capitalism and is not necessarily embedded in anything real? Or are you just no, generally I'm not, not I'm interested in No, I'm not typically a holiday guy to begin right. with, but also, like... I don't. I don't care about Valentine's Day in the same way I don't care about Flag Day or like Columbus love? Day. Valentine's Day is not about love. It is supposed to be about love. No, it's supposed it is. About I love my friends, my Galentines, yeah. my Valentine, the penis, the vag, the the fireworks, the heartbeat. And you're exactly See, the type love. person. I love that, love. Then love Valentine's and Day. And I, that's why I asked. That's why I wanted to ask about it. It's <laughs> because I know I have very different perspectives on it, depending on who I'm talking to and how they feel about it. Because I really do love the idea that you're, so, you know, just an extra day to remind you that you should be thinking about romantic things and things that are nice for your partner and like nice. You ain't for the gotta buy shit about. to say right. It's like, just the vibe. Yo, happy it's Valentine's. just the thought of like, oh, I sh- maybe I should be thinking about nice things I could do for my partner that would be appreciated or romantic. My or heart like swells. Sweet. My body can't contain it. That's amazing. Get the feelings See, out. The fact <laughs> that you're so into it makes me think that Josh would just lean into it for the extra points. Is that really if you went all out on Valentine's Day? I get no extra you might... points. There's just, I don't give it's extra points. It's an absence points. of negative points is what it is. You didn't fuck it up bad, so it's okay. Oh, he's never fucked it. As long as he's not, like, calling me a bitch or a cunt, yeah. like, on the, like, ever. Just waited till yeah. Valentine's Day to let you know I think you're kind of a cunt. Which, sometimes. to be fair, is one of the things I dislike about Valentine's Day because it's an added unnecessary pressure... That's bullshit and probably, I would argue, has caused as much harm in relationships as potential good. So one day a year where you can't call me a cunt is one too many. I can call you a cunt any day I want to. I can call you a (sighs) cunt 365 days a year if I feel like it. And you know what? And I will love you every 365 days of those... And I'll still tell you, you're my Valentine all the time. Honestly, still though, like I feel if that's the best you got is it's an extra day you can't call me a cunt. Then what does that say about how legit it is as a holiday? You and I both that's no, that's not true. So whatever. I'm just saying. Happy Valentine's Day, motherfucker, and I hope you appreciate me because I'm like God's <laughs> gift to your life. I appreciate you whether or not there's a marked date on a calendar that says I have to or not. See, and that's every the other that, side oh, of it is my. that re- it's. The same as like Mother's Day, like yeah, you should call your mom more Which often than me. once a year. Anybody you know? that wants to Google that shit, feel free. You know who ended up hating Mother's Day? The woman that created Mother's Day. This is what ended I worried up hating about. It. I was scared that it would either just be Josh and I talking over each other the entire time, or me accidentally instigating an argument between the two of you. 
No, that's fine. I'm, <laughs> I'm not a Valentine's Day guy. One or the other. <laughs> it's a bullshit holiday. It's, no. it's bullshit and whether it's consumerism it's, or not. But, like, even as a kid, like, we make kids do shit towards one oh, another. that's the worst. Like, Honestly, if there's anything I hate about Valentine's Day, I'm more than happy for people to celebrate in whatever way they choose, even if they want to buy into it or not, however they view it. The one thing that's fucking weird is that little kids have to write each other Valentine's. I don't even know if they still share... do that. I, I mean, don't it's think... been so long since I've been in elementary school. I mean, but... potentially they've nixed the whole thing because they were sick and tired of the weird kids not getting Valentine's and having to like right. force other children to pretend and to like And how kids detrimental that they don't like. is that shit? And it's really just calling out who the ostracized children are in yeah. the class. It's like, well, you didn't so get what? any fucking Valentine's Everybody gets a trophy? Exactly. Everybody gets a exactly. trophy. Exactly. That's, that's what it turned yeah. into. Everybody gets a Valentine, and if you're going to write a Valentine in your class, then you have to write everybody a Valentine. But the other side of that is little kids writing weird love letters to each other individually in, like, the second grade, which is also... What? Not necessary. Yeah. That doesn't need to be happening. We don't need to be focusing on individual relationships or choosing someone in the second grade. Well, let's flip the script from children <laughs> to adults. What about lingerie? You like lingerie, right? Kinda. People probably buy the most lingerie for Valentine's Day. What about fucking? Oh, see, Valentine's never... Day, you go and get it. I You're... don't think I've... See, that's a good point. That's Most fun. people expect, who doesn't like that. I never unless you don't have anybody. Or unless I had you, sex yeah, on I guess Day there's there's a whole years. other argument. But light a candle, jack off for yourself, man. Love yourself. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna Valentine. get some on Valentine's Day unless you fuck up Valentine's Day for your significant other, and then you ain't getting shit. I've never considered Valentine's Day to be like a guaranteed sex holiday. Neither have I. Birthday is different. Birthday I don't is think like it's my birthday. I don't think we day. do. But I would say Valentine's Day, I don't I don't necessarily go into Valentine's Day thinking, like, I better be ready. You better, could, like, though, and there would be no could, problem with but... it. Absolutely. Like, you know, you got an excuse. Do it. It's fun. It's All great. I'm going to say is this. I guess that is I'm, the one thing. No. We're talking about needing a good place to wear cute outfits, that I get outfits that are too cute to just wear around every day. I feel like an idiot, like I've dressed up for something that is not happening, and it shows. But potentially, Valentine's Day is the best day that you could dress up as ridiculously fancy as you wanted to. You could wear all your fancy lingerie underneath, and there's nothing anybody could say about it. It's pink, so it's red, it's glitter, it's a win. You and may I'm have just, converted no, no, no. me. I might be a Valentine's Day celebrator now just no. for an excuse to wear fancy underwear. Wear you it can do that clothes. whenever. Yeah. Start our dressing Oh, how car. good does it feel to like go out and about for the day and be like, I'm already ready. I'm Take a up. picture in a bathroom. Let let him know this, what's underneath. This could be applicable to a <laughs> lot of other days or uh, reasons, but I'm just going to cloak Valentine's Day under this. I don't think there's anything romantic or genuine about forced romanticism. There's just not. That's what I worry about. There is isn't. That if I show up on Valentine's Day and say, like, hey, it's today's the day. A day on the calendar outfit. where it's supposed to be romantic and everyone is forced to treat it as such removes the authenticity from it. Like, it doesn't as... have to be forced. Sorry. No, it doesn't have no, to be forced. No, it is forced. No, it can be embraced. I embrace it. It's not You're nobody's embracing forcing the me. forced part of it? Yeah, sure. Well, no, 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 no. Still okay, forced. so in the way that it's not like. 
It's not like our reality exists in a way that if you're not celebrating a holiday on that day, it's obvious to the rest of the world. It's not like people are appalled by your lack of Valentine's Day enthusiasm. When I you am go out appalled. In public. See, that's so my wife talking. But Laura, Tell me it's not forced. <laughs> everybody Tell else me it's is not fine forced. with the fact that you're not interested in Valentine's Day, and nobody gives a shit. Except the but one person that like, can give me grief over it. As a partner, is it weird? Like if you, so I was I show up in lingerie and go, hey, it's the day. Today is the day. Let's get it going, and. Is it, does it feel weird on the reciprocal end where you're like, oh, this maybe you don't really want this or maybe you don't mean it. Maybe you're just doing this because it's Valentine's no, Day. No, it's not, not does that. Does it feel it's like less that, of a like, treat? It doesn't feel like a treat at all because it's scheduled. Does it ever? Like that's that. what I'm saying. You know that's what, what I'm, what I'm asking. So because it's, it's scheduled. But it's, it's scheduled irrespective of what else might be going on. Like, it's totally possible for me to get home and go like, well, unfortunately, since it's not a federal holiday... I did have to work. I'm fucking tired. I had a shit day because I dealt with a bunch of dumbass idiot uh, retail now you're shoppers. you're obligated to pull up the rope. But you're obligated mm. to fucking do it because it's Valentine's Day. And Bullshit. it's like, what a shitty reason Bullshit. to have to do something. I work on Valentine's Day as well this year. And, and there's a high chance that I'm not going to be it, doing it. If you ain't feeling up to it, I would never force you to try and feel up to it. You're right. You would never force me to do anything. Yeah, you're right. I am my own person and I do what I want. <coughs> okay. I'm glad we've confirmed the level of consent in this relationship. It seems yeah. healthy. Oh yeah. I'm just saying. It's, it seems like no. It seems like nobody's that worried about it. It's weird for children. It's weird for adults. It does just seem like an unnecessary. It's holiday. so nice. In the, but like I said, in the same way as like Mother's Day or Father's Day, where I think realistically we should just focus as a society on being a little bit more receptive to the needs of our partners and family members and it shouldn't have to be a holiday but what about galentine's day what's the harm what about what together galentine's day that's every bit as ridiculous and valid as actual valentine's day no no i would argue it's dozens of times more ridiculous than valentine's day because it's all about women that felt left out on valentine's day and felt the need to have a partner on Valentine's Day and therefore created an additional holiday for appreciating your female friends. And even if the beginning of it is weird and manipulative, Which, it ended in a nice time to celebrate the love uh, of your friends. And that's good. Which, so isn't okay, it all not... positive in the end? Is it, if, if the outcome is positive and it makes people think, oh, I love my girlfriends, they're so sweet and okay, helpful and just, I love them just as no, much as my hold partner. On. Bitch, I brought you a chillum. I brought you a chillum for Valentine's Day. That and was it's not beautiful. manipulative. No. That was just like, That's I love you, bitch. And That's what I'm saying. We got Individually, smoke it's shit. beautiful. Individually, it's wonderful. And I'm happy to have you as a Galentine. Are you? And I hope you'll be my Galentine. Will you be my Galentine? Really? Yeah. Oh, just okay. cheers and get it over with. Go find a corner of the room to make out in or something. I don't know what you're doing. She's not into that. That's fine. Somehow you're what everything you just said. <laughs> I did do it once and it wasn't good. That's how you know. Honestly, I go into this what, world assuming that everybody's like, bisexual. Eh. I just I assume that every person in the world is also bisexual and that that's just the baseline of human beings. And it's refreshing. No. I probably could, but know. you're not my type. No offense. No, it's refreshing to know that 
but I did try and do it once. Straight people really exist. In a hot tub. Yeah, no, you got, some people are bisexual, some people are 100% straight or 100% gay. That's what gets me, is that it's the straight people that I just, sometimes I have trouble believing in them, and I feel like it's a farce. That That they're not telling... Yeah, that they're the not maybe just bi straight. and they just are on the other end of the nah. spectrum. That you maybe could they get just me lean the right one way girl, or the other. But it might but, take like 15. Well, see, the, that's what I'm saying. I don't think there's any number of dudes that my dad could sleep with that he'd eventually go, oh, all right, I, I see the argument now. I, I don't know. My dad is 100% straight. I mean, for sure. If you got approached by Harrison Ford at a bar. If Harrison Ford so much as touched my dad's thigh, he'd be back in prison. If everyone, saying, if everyone has a limit, no, it's no, no. refreshing. Okay, if you could I, sleep with one female celebrity, who would you sleep with? Olivia Wilde. Really? Yeah. What about Mariska Hardigay? I don't know who you're talking about. Olivia Benson. She's like Law 55 now. SVU. No. Really? Yeah. She kind of no. looks like Olivia Wilde. No, she's kind of. No, like she a, doesn't. A little bit, yeah. No. Listeners, no. chime in. No. I said. <laughs> you don't need to chime in. That was the collective sound <laughs> of a bunch of people. And no. <laughs> One day we will get a flood of emails. Honestly, from I people hate... saying, "Yeah, I agree with Laura." I mean, there's a lot of SVU there might fans be a bunch there. of quotation marks around the word agree, but yeah, I guess you might be right. There's and no they will way. also like Valentine's Day. Mm. We've got a niche. <laughs> the female listeners, yeah, they there's might. A, it's a very female oriented holiday. Tuning in to this podcast. It is not to be like overtly sexist, but no, if it I was like, like if it was some weird like. like Children of Men type thing, and all of a sudden the world was populated, but not with nothing but like heterosexual dudes. Valentine's Day is gone that quick because we don't care. We really don't care. Who are you celebrating with at that point? Nobody. Right. So it's, then that nixes no, the no, no, whole no, but point we of the holiday anyway. No, I we feel wouldn't. Like that... I feel like it was conceived. And I feel like it's like you're saying all the moms to... are gone. Are we still gonna celebrate Mother's Day? Yeah. If it, if it were a hundred percent a man's decision, in no. In remembrance, like they all died in a plague. Well, uh, I don't we, know why there's we, no moms. If we put it <laughs> yeah. to a vote, if we put it to a vote, I don't think most men. No, absolutely not. But I would argue. Do you want to live in a world with no holidays? Okay. Do you think that has anything Kinda, to do yeah, with women? Kind of. Yeah, that would that would be nice. Do you think that has anything to do with maybe women are more interested in Valentine's Day because they feel like there's a reason and an excuse to expect maybe a little bit more romanticism out of their life maybe. than they're usually receiving? That maybe if there was more like intimacy and romantic intention in the actions day to day throughout the rest of the year, that they might have less interest in valentine's day is it just maybe. an excuse to ask for like a little bit of maybe the attention that you feel like you've been lacking no and it's it just you know it's to pink ask for it's it red the rest of the year it's you just glitter like, yeah it's cute it's fun it's, it's love not even aesthetic. Like the, core. the core love is love whether it's your friends whether it's your family whether it's your significant other do what's you that not got to, to do with love? red pink and glitter they're both great <laughs> okay 
Facts. Honestly, I feel like all of this makes more sense than, like... Alcohol. Any of the other holidays. Lingerie. Any of it. You pick one aspect of it. Tell me you don't like anything. I mean, come on. Don't you love somebody? And if you don't love somebody, don't you like I love the... all those things. And maybe I mean, nobody loves weird. you. <laughs> no, you could be all weird. You could be like a little dark with it, and you could be like a different kind of person, and you could watch like nothing but really bad rom-coms, or you could talk about heartbreak. Which is any of them. You know, you could just love like the opposite spectrum, but be, still be se- celebrating. Hmm. You know, it's just a nice time. Just a good time to, like, think about love and the implications it has on your life and, like, how you could express that for other people. I think if people took it generally as just, like, a love concept holiday. Love isn't bad. And you could bad. just express it in any way, shape, or form. It is, it's the funneling of it into chocolates and Flowers will kiss my ass. I like both. That, like, you know, who doesn't? I mean, if they're fucking lying. That's nice. They're that fucking lying. Nice. You don't like flowers? No, I'm People angry. Ha- I hate flowers. I hate chocolate. I'm angry I hate about hearts. getting flowers. I'm angry about getting chocolates. Either the chocolates aren't the flavor I like, or the flowers are not well, the buy right them colors for, for my house. Or, which I would, but I don't really care to spend my money that way. So, okay. Well, so end all, be all, it does end up just being another gift-giving holiday that goes unappreciated. Well, you should really wake up this Monday and you should ask yourself, what am I craving today? Do I want a chocolate eclair? Do you not like chocolate eclairs? I do what do you want? I know you like vodka, right? Go buy yourself a bottle of vodka and say, this is my Valentine's Day vodka. I love myself. Here I go. I might buy myself a bottle of this wine. It's $13, girl. I might buy two. <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day to myself. Yeah, and you'd love it. Love. L-O-V-E. <laughs> can't tell me nothing i love love <laughs> cheers to that can't tell me nothing <laughs> that's a very accurate statement yeah <laughs> that tagline stands out can't tell me nothing can't tell me nothing <laughs> got money on my mind mind on my money <laughs> that was a misquote <laughs> Can't tell me nothing is a direct quote from Kanye. So back when he was good, but back before he was yay. Do you say it ye or yay? Yay, you dumbass. Ask. I, I was just asking. I said yay, and it seemed weird when ye. I said it. I, was, I don't. Kanye. You silly. I don't mean to call you a dumbass, but. I've never heard anybody say it out loud. I'm the first person I've ever heard because say it out loud. Because it's Kanye. Yeah, that's what con, I thought. And you yay. Got yay. Honestly, I always thought it was like a cocaine reference, like, yay. I don't think so. I think it's unrelated. But no, it, 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 I mean, I get maybe it. Maybe it helped. Maybe it, like, is a double entendre. You don't hear a lot of rappers talking about coke, do you? No. Do you? I guess not. What, you mean, like, with all the rappers I hang out with on the reg? Do they casually <laughs> discuss cocaine? Oh, yeah, no. I Literally, that's all the they talk about in private life. I had a guy come into my store the other day at the grocery store, and he had a perfectly round, just but nose. cocaine spot on oh. the end of his nose. He left his pizza. He came and shopped, bought a couple of beers, and left his pizza on the counter. He came back like 15 minutes later. We'd been waiting for him. Figured he'd come back. And he walked in with just a perfectly round little snow dot of cocaine right on the tip of his nose. Offered every one of us a slice of pizza and went on his merry way. But it was great. It's just, I've never, 
all of my coworkers said, do you think it was snow? <laughs> I was like, yes. Are you fucking insane? <laughs> he was definitely blowing some snow. Yeah, no, he was in his car in the dark trying to make it happen when he realized he'd lost his pizza and he did not have time to check in the mirror. Or it didn't occur to him. I'm sure he checked in the mirror afterwards. It's sometimes that's all you can do. Frankly, being high in public is a terrifying experience, and the best you can do is make it happen. Unless you are really used to it, which is also terrifying. And I worry about people that are overly comfortable being extremely high in public. I'm satisfied with my lack of comfort. I'm happy to just stay home. And avoid the real world because I don't think I don't think you have a place in the real world when when you're that far out of the bounds of your own reality. I lost my shit. Mind. I lost my shit at the Denver airport a couple weeks ago because I thought, oh heck, let me get a little stone before I get on my flight. Oh, I just way too weed? fucking stone. Yeah, I was smoking weed in the parking lot. And then I went inside the airport, and I was calling fucking Megan, I was calling my dad, I was calling my husband, I was like, talk to me while I walk through this deserted car, um, garage, and then I had to go into every single bathroom that I saw to, like, splash water on my face, get my shit together, go through security, stop in another bathroom, splash water on my face. Like, it was a whole, I was way too stoned, way too I just went into the Denver, the Denver, the Denver airport, like, a couple weeks ago, we went to pick my buddy up, we got there, you know the time he said to pick him up and his flight was delayed because of the weather so we ended up waiting in the parking garage for about two hours and uh we (laughs) well we got there and eric had to pee i had to pee so we thought let's go inside and find a bathroom well so we get out of the car we're like fuck we have to go all the way into the airport but it was honestly way less weird than i thought it would be and we just kind of walked in. I got, like, we were in the parking garage. I walked in through the doors. I walked through a big crowd of people and into the baggage claim area, which is right inside. And then I just wandered around the baggage claim for, like, 15 minutes. And it just seems like it shouldn't be that easy. I was surprised. Yeah, but you weren't trying to get on a flight. There's a lot more. But I was surprised by how sketchy it was that I could just walk into the baggage claim and just be a part of that. What? How? It's maybe a two-minute walk what back do you think outside. What people are doing? Stealing luggage? That's yes. Business. Stealing Could I not luggage. be stealing people's luggage? Could I? You, have, could you never watched Trailer Park Boys? No. I, I have to pee. Stealing people's luggage is a potentially very lucrative business, and I'm not saying you get it every time. Sometimes you open up a box full of weird shit, but. Just the fact that they allowed me in at all, the way I looked at the time, it was surprising. So, just for fun, I did a quick Dr. Google search about men disliking Valentine's Day. Yes. The first thing that came up was an article about the scientific reason why men hate Valentine's Day. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm not going to say this proves my point, but the second thing that came up is an article titled Stop Assuming Guys Hate Valentine's Day from Cosmo. (laughs) From the people that told you to put a half a grapefruit on your dick. Here comes um, Stop Telling Guys. I'm not saying that's proof positive. (laughs) I'm just saying... Cosmo. 
says, stop assuming guys hate Valentine's Day. Stop assuming that the women that write Cosmo know a fucking thing about men is what that article should have been called. You don't think they have male writers for Cosmo? I like Cosmo. Straight male writers? 100%. They have to. Do they? Equal rights, bro. I like Cosmo. Equal rights, my ass! (laughs) But of course they do! It's Cosmo! I feel like at this point in time, if they didn't have straight male writers, they would would be be doing a disservice to uh, themselves. That'd be an article. Do you want me to click on the article and see if it was written by a man or a woman? Yes, I mean, yes, I'd really like to know, honestly, if you you could give me that information. But I just feel like potentially Cosmo's missing out hardcore if they don't have straight male writers. Because who's more accurately sourcing the material that they're interested in? If you're just... I might have, like, an outdated, maybe, like, antiquated view of what Cosmo puts out into You probably the world. don't. It's probably spot on. Largely, like, 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 top ten hot sex tips from oh, last year. Died. Here's the fun shapes you can shave your pubes into. Also, here's five cute blankets. They'll also tell you how to balance, like, work life and personal life and how to decrease decrease stress. Or, like, they'll try and have some kind of okay. serious bullshit in there. But, I mean, you read a story about some woman's, like, horrific sex experience and you laugh out loud. That's worth the five bucks. You're in the bubble bath. You read a Cosmo. <laughs> that's you decompress. That's, you laugh a little. I feel like that. what you just said, that's the female equivalent of a man laughing at another man getting kicked in the balls. Absolutely. Would you pay five bucks Although, if you were in a bubble bath? Depending on the situation, I, I would think... love to read this other bitch's story about how she was humiliated in no, sex. No, I think I, I think if it's in Cosmo, <laughs> better it's you than much, me. It's probably not a serious sex crime. It's probably nothing too intense no, you're right. or ridiculous. Yeah. Like if it's if it's being published as an if Cosmo started publishing Cosmo, like. I don't stories think about serious sex after... crimes. That would be weird. Yeah, That's no, I don't think they're SVU starting to... For. Right, I don't think they're starting to try, like, a legal battle. I don't think they're trying to bring things to the public in order to get serious results. I think they're talking about, like, whoops, that was silly and a crazy noise that came out of me. Like, I think it's... Well... <laughs> <laughs> to be fair... Cosmo should probably exclusively employ only straight male writers. I'm just saying, if you're looking for the hot tips, yeah. that's probably who you want to get them from. Why would you trust... If, if the whole point of the magazine is to give you tips on how to interact with straight men, why would you not have... <laughs> An entire staff of straight men giving you the shit that you need to write. So did you find it, did the article come from a woman? His phone died. My phone died. Ah. The last thing I saw was, it was was written by somebody named Cosmo Frank, which I'm willing to bet is a gay male. That is, yeah, yeah. No straight man goes by Cosmo except Kramer from Seinfeld. No, I was, I was assuming it might be like (laughs) ambiguous. Also, naming, what kind I of think... pretentious shit is that to call yourself Cosmo Frank when you write for Cosmo? That's a little rough. Did you hear that? That That is the level of pretension that just made my voice sound effeminate. That's how pretentious that shit is. Did you? Did you hear that? How pretentious is that? Is that? No, is I know what's pretentious. To call yourself Cosmo while writing for Cosmo. 
No. So I clicked on, I was able to find the article, and I clicked on the author's name, and it comes up with Cosmo Frank. And I bet he's got some really stylish glasses. Um, he does not, but his bio reads, I am a human male that enjoys consuming <laughs> meals. Gay. Stop, Josh. <laughs> I am a human male that enjoys consuming meals consisting of all five food groups and fulfilling every level of Maslow's hierarchy of needs. I write about sex having. I write about sex having? Sex. I write about sex having. Let's take a straw poll. Raise your hand if you think he's gay. I'm sorry. 50-50. I thought sex was a verb. I thought sex was a verb and implied sex having. I I thought, like... I thought it was one of those words. No, no, no. You want to hear a funny story about a verbiage with sex? Absolutely. So I was at work one day, and it was like quarter after six in the morning. Very early in the morning. And I walked into the restroom to take a piss. And there were, from what I could tell, it sounded like two men taking a very painful shit in the stall together but when i looked at the positioning of their feet because they were both facing the toilet yep and one man's feet were positioned directly behind the other man's feet i realized it was two men fucking in the stall you didn't hear their keys jangling in their no they didn't have keys because they were homeless Mm. it was two skanky filthy smelly homeless men fucking in the men's room at a quarter after six but as we were kicking them out one guy said out loud everyone deserves to get we just wanted a warm place to have love i and i thought have love did and and realistically had they had somewhere besides a bathroom to fuck Maybe it would have been more obviously lovemaking. Maybe. Fucking in a bathroom is not usually lovemaking, no matter who's doing it. Generally, Generally you could no. not consider that lovemaking. But, barring no, all other options. No, one guy fucking another guy in the ass. Well, if that's what you got, that's what you got. You got, you got nowhere else to do it. You don't have a nice, clean, king-size bed that you can go and, like, douche no, in somebody's fancy bathroom No, that's true. If you love first, someone you know? enough. Right. If yeah, you love you'll, someone you'll enough, fuck in the dirt. Maybe they're yeah. in love. Maybe they're in love. I'm just saying. They wanted to have love. I know that. They wanted. That, that was exactly the way the guy phrased <laughs> it, and I found that hilarious. Like... It is In what other context? Is that how it started? Was like, come on, baby, let's go have love. So when you're talking about (laughs) having sex, do you just say, like, let's have sex? Or do you say, like, let's fool around? We use the phrase fooling around because she does not particularly like it when I say let's fuck. When it's just let's fuck, that just, it's, unless it's, like, kind of dirty and kind of weird like if you're not at home maybe or like if the situation is different and you're like let's which i get like that could be super hot in some to be fair i do not falter at all for not liking that phrase because i i equate it to 
the dislike I have for the phrase make love. Well, and it's the same as, I don't know, there's a vibe to it that's like, show me your tits. Like, it's just I'd not. I just show me your tits. Well, and like, so there's a, there, like I said, though, there's a time and a place. There's a time and a place. I you know, like you got visual learners and you got play. verbal learners. I am visual. I could care less what's coming out of your mouth. I agree. I agree with that. But I would argue that a lot of men are not as keen on, on the visual cues they're just not yeah. as aware of the visual cues that maybe the body language Your subtlety and the subtle hints escapes us. At when I am or am not in the mood, it's it, it escapes. And so it's it's hard. Sometimes you do kind of have to say, "Hey, you want to go fool around." But, and that phrase and let me, is hold casual on, let me, and easy. Let and me let me run this accessible. by you cuz I've run this by her before and she somehow doesn't seem to like grasp it from the level that I grasp it. Well, maybe but, you're not no, explaining no, no. it that well. No, I feel like I'm explaining it very well. That's what well. I'm saying. Let's see. Let's I see. feel like I explained it <laughs> very well. But I feel like as a normal, regular, functioning adult, I, I was kind of raised under the don't presume she wants to have sex ever because that's what an animal does. You know what I mean? You it's lost like, me. You lost me on the because that's what an animal does. Because I think societally we have like pushed the idea that your wife is not gonna want to have sex with you, that she's not attracted to you. Like all of the sitcoms and shit that I grew up with, it's always like some super cute girl with some like kind of chunky, kind of goofy guy that she's probably not comedian. very into. Yeah. And the whole shtick is ha ha ha. He really wants to bang because they're married and she's not interested anymore. And that's kind of I a, guess. I'm just saying it's like just what we've to, been pushing. to bring it back to Law it's and not Order. Real. To bring it back to Law and Order, like so many episodes of Law and Order, the rape case is sort of predicated around the guy having been one of those guys that was raised to go. I thought she wanted to. I thought okay, she yeah. wanted it. I was one of the kids that was raised on the opposite end she's of the spectrum. She's not interested. Don't, no, no, no. <laughs> not, not that she's not interested, but don't assume. You're allowed. That's healthy. Just choke me. Just choke me. If I die, I die. <laughs> That's, That's what fine. she's getting But just it. choke me. It's no. okay. No. If I no, die, I die. If yeah. I, I'd like to be choked, but if I die, I die. That's murder. No, I mean, like it's that's exactly. yeah, exactly. And who's the no, guy no, no. that looks guilty? No, and that's honestly okay. A whole different subject. That's another huge issue we have as a society is that like people aren't comfortable with stuff like oh maybe she wants you to choke her a little bit. And regular men that have not been in that situation before don't know how to choke somebody safely. They don't know the difference oh, between know. pressing on. No. Yeah, they don't. Will. you will. Those eyes. You've never had I've somebody coughed, press on your windpipe. You've yes. never. You've, I yeah, made the yeah, eyes. Yeah. They got it. They said, "Oh, I'm gonna stop." But people, she, she sorry, I'm with no. Jess on this because people despite die. what you may think, uh, most people don't get practice choking no. people. No. no. Okay. One time, a girl says, but "Please choke me," even and with, then she even dies with consent, because she didn't understand. Even with consent, you and I, if Jess wasn't here, you and I could go consent to do that right now. But that doesn't mean I know what I'm doing because I've never practiced choking a motherfucker uh -huh. before. Or you've you never read right about now. it. You've never looked into it. <laughs> 
Well, no, there's a huge... You do one basic Google search on how to safely choke somebody, and it'll tell you to squeeze from the sides. It'll tell you to not crush their windpipe. It'll give you the signs of what could be dangerous and what might actually harm your body. Like, there's, there are rules to those kinds of things, and a lot of people do not... That's true. ...understand the rules of what is safe and what but isn't. But also, from a man's perspective... I've known plenty of guys that have been asked something similar to that, but the the other thought from the other point of view that pops into our head is, if this woman says later that what actually happened didn't happen the way it did right. happen, it looks like I just choked and raped this woman. Absolutely. And why take um, that fucking chance? Okay, so that's an enormous part of A... A rape should be obvious because, like, if your girlfriend is into it, she's into it. There's like huge I know. I'm talking. I'm, yeah, no, no, no. I'm not talking about a girlfriend. Time. I'm talking about guys that have okay. gone out for yeah, and no, like it's the up. first time hookup sexual sure. encounter, and they've turned it down every single time because in their head they're thinking the same thing I'd be thinking, which is, if this bitch tells That's some totally other reasonable. story later. I, I have totally nothing reasonable. except the law and order defense, but which a, was, she said she was into it. What I'd like to argue is that there shouldn't be any danger. You shouldn't be worried about not. anything happening to her because you shouldn't be choking her in a way that could potentially physically harm her. You should, like... What if you have, Maybe, like, if you don't stuff. know what's... Well, then you probably don't ask people to choke you. Everybody deserves fun. Everybody deserves <laughs> love. Everybody <laughs> needs fun. You know what? You do what well, you okay. want to do. Also, I'd argue that seizures are brought on by like very specific things, and if you have a if you have a seizure disorder, you're probably aware of what your seizure triggers are, and you're you're probably aware of whether or not that would bring on a seizure. Like, I guess, you but know. I don't want to make any kind of assumption about something that I don't not. know about. Of course not. And you know what? If you so, have seizures and you can't have people choking you while you're fucking, that sucks and I'm very sorry. Well, no, I'm sure they have fun but, elsewhere. There's so yeah, many ways. You figure something else I'm out. I'm just saying, frankly. like, it's the unintended consequence. This conversation started elsewhere. No, it, for, for a guy <laughs> like me and a lot of other kids I grew up with that, that were boys, that were raised constantly getting hammered into their heads like treat a woman with respect don't hit a woman don't ever assume as, all that shit and then is, right? all, at the, the unintended taught. consequence of that is short of a woman saying let's go fuck we really don't know for sure and we're we, concerned that right. you're misinterpreting signs of consent that you're not right. sure unless and then an, and ah. that's just for basic sex let alone like imagine you're that kind of kid that grew okay. up with the treat a woman with respect shit no. for 20 years and then all of a sudden some woman you met at a bar <laughs> asked you to choke her but see when you you're say, not when gonna you say, say that yes. when you say that like Growing up with the treat a woman with respect shit, it is the right shit. That is the shit you should be learning. Right, it's just an unintended but consequence of that. What about there is there is a nuance to the fact that once See, you've my reached... wife is shoving her titties in my face right now. That does not mean she wants to fuck. I no, know I, that. No, I it does not. I don't got a lot of titties. Um, I'm just hugging you. Right, that's that's just a close titty hug. It's a hug. titty facial that's hug, is what it is. <laughs> If I were facing the other direction, that would be a motorboat. But what I'd like to argue is that um, <laughs> there is a very small... I think there's... I would like to think that the percentage of men that would actually interpret a hug from their wife 
with her tits in your face as like we should go fuck right now. What's wrong That's with that? So tiny. Such no, a you're right. No, 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 no. If you weren't on the couch, I think that's a about? fine interpretation. That's what I'm saying. Most men, like, yeah, no. We're in the middle of something. We're yeah, in the know, middle of a terrible podcast here, right now. Right. If you weren't here <laughs> and I did this, I think if he is, if he made that assumption, I might go with it. But, but I mean, which is her admitting that we're wasn't losing her the intention. point. We're losing the point. The point is that those are good things to be raised with, and I see your concerns, and I see why it presents itself that way. But ideally, both men and women should be comfortable enough expressing that desire that when I asked you originally about it, I'm assuming that you're a married couple. You have sex regularly. It's not something that's yeah, out do. of bounds for your relationship. It's not like it's something out of the blue. It's not a yeah. woman at a bar giving you eyes. It's not a woman that's giving you a look. It's not, you know, which maybe she wants to fuck, maybe she doesn't. That's when the communication comes in. But as a as a couple that already has an established sort of rule set to your inter- interactions with each other, that to say casually, let's fuck, is it's a little abrasive. It's a little weird. It's a, like it's a little intense for the intent where it, let's fool around is maybe it's a kind of a shoe-in. It's not really what we mean. It's the same thing. But it's you know Disney what I'm talking level, about. That's right. That's what I'm saying. It just kind of dumbs it it's down. the same thing. Keeps it casual. Keeps it comfortable. It's nothing, you know. You know, five years in, I'd like a surprise. We don't have to announce it. Well, so that's what know? I wonder, too. Right. So, so at what point, there's plenty of times that you think, maybe now's the time. That's Maybe it's now. I'll try it. If it's not, I'll say something. Right, which you end up having to say because your subtlety goes right over my head and my and subtlety goes you right bad. over your head. And then you feel bad and you're like, damn. Just fucking say it. You're like, damn, why, I really didn't why are mean we, to... Why are we choosing to live our sex lives in furtive glances? Because we don't celebrate Valentine's Day. We're not accepting what? the love. We're not accepting... You know, we're not embracing that is a our horrible sexuality. Argument. We're not embracing, I'm just saying. Well, you know. Actually, well, I think it speaks to the fact that we as a society should be more comfortable talking about we're sex. We're very prudish. Potentially, there would be no, a lot less. No, yeah. We're prudish like, from the level of adults, but. Right. There should be a lot less discomfort regarding eat, no, that. No, no, no. I'm just saying, like, people... from an adult's perspective, we're still prudish, let alone what we teach Young people that are coming into fucking puberty, which is nothing. Entirely. And an intense nothing. amount of mixed messages. Mixed messages at best. It's either that or nothing and figure that shit out you for yourself. You seem to take away an intense amount of, like, she's probably not interested. Really make sure. You really need to make sure. Which is great in its own regard. But then a lot of people also get the message of, like, well, if she's being kind of a bitch about it, maybe it's because she likes you. And I think that's where those yeah. get confused, where you go, well, maybe she's not interested, but also maybe she's just playing hard to get. And that's the level where but my we've point, not my given point a is clear like, answer for children. As my high school was pretty representative of everything that could go wrong in every area. <laughs> the point is... <laughs> 
the reason it got that far is because we were left to figure that shit out for ourselves. Our parents never taught us. The school didn't give adequate sex education. Nobody told you anything. It was just Lord of the Flies style, throw you into a room and see what happens. What years were you in high school? 2000 to 2003. So almost a whole decade before I was in high school. Oh, yeah. But we didn't have... We had health class, which very, very briefly covered sexually transmitted diseases. And the extent of that was showing you a picture of the genitals affected by the particular disease and going, see, this is what happens if you get herpes... That's what I got. Or, I mean, I didn't get That was You're going to do it. No. You're going to get pregnant. Everybody shut yeah. up. We didn't, Let's be no, clear. no, no. We didn't talk you about You will get pregnant and you will die. Right. No, I did Which not. Which is an awesome reference. But we didn't talk about pregnancy at all. It was just the disease. There was no mention of pregnancy whatsoever at all. Here in Colorado? No. Can we please. At my high school in Colorado, yes. Can we please pause for a second? Just to be clear, when I said that's what I got, it was not herpes, it was that education. <laughs> that education is what I got. It was the same thing. It was Thank like you, Laura. That seven was very years after you. <laughs> Just Look, don't want anybody to miss Yeah, her. let's that's be very case. clear. We um, never had herpes. Not here at this round table. <laughs> not yet. We'll see if my husband keeps asking me if I'm down to fuck and... You know. How is that going to Dude, right? I don't know. We all herpes. smoked that if joint I together when we, I had a cold sore. Yeah. I get we cold all got sores. trashed. Oh, my God. So, you know the first time I fucked Josh, I got yes! a cold sore? I, I, I thought it was him. good to bring up. I was, <laughs> I was like, can you tell me why I have a cold sore when I have never, ever had one before in my life? What is this? Tell me right now. You better respond to me. He responds back like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. I have no idea. Uh-huh. You know, blah. I'm like losing my shit. Megan is the only one I really felt bad for because what happened was I had a cold sore. I thought it was pretty obvious that I had a cold sore. I had a, you know, a cover on it or whatever, but it's pretty obvious that it's a cold yeah. sore. So we all went out for girls night and I had been avoiding sharing anything with anyone but after a couple drinks, we went and smoked a joint in the alleyway, and I didn't I didn't think about it, because we'd already had a couple of drinks, and we all hit the joint. And then hours later at the next bar, somebody offered me a sip of their drink, and I said, no, I probably shouldn't. You know, I have a cold sore. And Megan said, well, we all smoked that joint earlier. And I went, oh, shit. I, you know, I was like, well, have any of you ever had cold sores before? And she's the only one that hadn't. So I was like, well, I don't really have to worry about you and Allison, because obviously you've already got it. If you've had a cold sore in the past, it's, it is what it is. It is and what the it is. majority of the adult population has them. Yeah. So it's not really insane, but there is still a weird stigma to it. It's disgusting. It a, is gross. It yeah. is physically disgusting. It's uncomfortable. It's not something you'd wish upon someone that maybe got lucky enough to avoid it. But it's also not something that is insanely out of bounds for, like, regular adult experience. Right, but that kind of harkens back to the prudishness of it, is that we still consider it to be a gross, taboo kind of thing. Even even though though more than half of us us have it. Mm -hmm. I've never gotten one since. I know, and I get one probably once a year. I know, yours are, like, the size of a fucking quarter, dog. And a lot of people get them seasonally. A lot of people, it's Mine are allergy pretty effective yeah. almost. Mine are in the wintertime. The only time I've ever had a cold sore is when I was pregnant and I didn't know it. <laughs> and it was hormones in my body changing. 
and the pregnancy hormones, and I looked it up, and it's huge, an enormous number of women that never have had a cold sore before in their entire life get their first cold sore as soon as they find out they're pregnant. And it's because of all the intense hormonal changes. Your body goes, holy fuck, and it flares up like crazy. So for me, I'm extremely nervous when I feel an itch on my lip, and I think, oh my god, is that like a weird zit or an ingrown hair, or is that a cold sore? And I wait for a couple of days, and I think about whether or not I need to buy a pregnancy test. And then it turns out to just be that I shaved my lip a little weird, and uh, and everything's fine. It's not a baby. You know, I've been but shaving never my know. lip, too. I just had to do it today. I realized I've been walking around with, like, half a mustache for a fucking month. I have blonde hair, so it just looks like peach fuzz. But I don't see my... Right, it's blonde. I don't see it unless I'm in the right light, but then I lean up into the mirror to get a look at, like, you know, some makeup or my eye or something, and, oh, all of a sudden there's a whole mustache hanging out there that I never saw before. Just you twinkling know, in the light. I go back next week sunlight. to get my eyebrows touched up. Mm. I got them tattooed on a couple months ago, and, man, that was the best decision I ever made. Do you have any makeup on them right now? No. They look great. Thanks. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. no, they do look yeah. good. Gel. I Honestly, have some gel. Like, I, clear gel on the, like, hair. I kind of forgot that you had had them done, and the last time we talked, you were really nervous because they were kind of peely and patchy and weird. They're lighter now. They are lighter, but that's a good thing, and that's why they were patchy. It's like, but some they're of visible. it was lightning. But they're, for having no makeup on at all, they look fantastic thank you that's so cool yeah i almost want to have somebody just fill in the couple of empty patches i have with like two or three wisps in the areas that are starting to thin because i'm gonna go have my unibrow tattooed (laughs) just to see how much laura really loves me (laughs) i love you but i (laughs) you gotta really love a motherfucker to get past i try it with some makeup first i see no 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 i'm going to the hill Let's put that till death shit to the test. If there's still a makeup counter in the mall, which I'm not sure is still a thing. COVID times even? I don't know. That's a good thing. Are they still putting makeup on Not being sure what's going on in the mall means that you have reached adulthood. That's one of the signs. Oh, I have a panic attack when I go into the mall. The amount of people just walking in a sea of humans and they're all... No, no, no. I feel like that even when the mall's mostly empty. I still get kind of like, why am I here? It's the first time ever that I have Who felt actually like my shops mask here? was the problem. All of a sudden, I was like, this mask I'm wearing is making it hard to breathe. And I kept like feeling like I couldn't breathe. And I was like, maybe this is what people are experiencing when they complain about wearing a mask all day that they can't breathe. Maybe this is it. And then I took the mask off and realized it was just me and that I was just hyperventilating in the mall. And it was not a comfortable place for me to be. But I think it's the people. I don't think it was the mask. I think it's entirely the, t- the group of people that still associate at the mall. It's just the dredges of the world yeah. that I have no interest in. The dregs in. of humanity. It feels, like, it feels like it's every strange niche outcast that I've never seen as a person. I've never encountered them in my day-to-day life, and they're all here at the mall at once having trouble navigating each other's walking patterns like nobody can figure out where they're going that's the worst some people want to walk against don't you walk to the traffic right? you, you, you walk like, like it's, it's traffic. traffic laws like yeah the right side is nobody does that anymore you're just walking and trying no, to everyone's no everyone's weaving no, no, no. between each Everyone other leaves. like a huge horde of 
It's insane. And it's at grocery Uh, stores, too. People do not walk as though they're on the street in a car. Which, they added arrows on the floor during COVID. And nobody cared. And somehow it got worse. Yeah. People used to abide by just an instinctual... You know, you walk on the right-hand side, everybody can cruise through as they see fit. You pass on the left if you're going faster. Yeah, no, people don't. You know, that's... People will park their shit and then stand next to it. Like, it's not an accident. In the middle of the aisle. It's not an accident that every supermarket aisle is just wide enough for two carts. It's That's by design. We just don't figure that shit out when we're in the store shopping and it drives me fucking nuts. It's it's truly made it... I walk around those people every shift It's at made it impossible for me to every shop shift. in public. Yeah. I'm no, I no longer go to the grocery store. I got really spoiled having people bring groceries to my car during the height of everything. I they still do it. Not. They still do it, so I'm still gonna do it. It's free, dude. Bring me my fucking groceries. Safeway is not as interested. Bad. Safeway is not nearly as bad as like fucking Walmart or King Seekers. Walmart is horrendous. Shout out Safeway. Yeah, shout out Safeway. <laughs> free advertising Safeway. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, guys. You gotta you gotta the the minimal editing if you're not gonna edit anything at all, which I don't. also could be very dangerous. Um we said cunt a lot. This is not a family-friendly podcast. Um, I'm not submitting this to Nickelodeon. (laughs) But if any editing is done at all, I would just go through and bleep out the name of every major company. Just the free ads. I like Safeway. I'll give Safeway shout-outs. Yeah, we don't (laughs) bleep shout-outs, and we don't bleep fuck yous either. Or cunts. I have I have absolutely no ill will towards Budweiser, but you know what? Fuck Budweiser, and I'm leaving it in the podcast. <laughs> so if I have grievances, yeah, no one cares. <laughs> you want to share? I don't know if I have any specific grievances. I kind of wish I did. I wish I could air them out here. Towards individuals or companies, you got nothing. Give us something juicy. You gotta have something. That no one would ever hear. I'll tell you who I'll shout out right now. Our city's utilities company, Colorado Springs Utilities. They're a fucking mess. Not only are they a fucking mess, (laughs) did you see the fucking article they put out this morning? No. They had to put out an article this morning stating... That the increase in everyone's utility rate is in no way connected to the $36 million in raises that their employees are getting. In no way. In no way is the $36 million in raises affecting everyone's price hike. Separate budgets. Of course not. No, we just, and it's coming from them. So it's like, okay. How well can I trust that source? You know what? I I know you've seen. I know you've seen the articles. Yeah. I know you've seen the bad press. 
But I'd like you to know that we're charging that you That we're charging you more not to pay our people more. No, it's because of arbitrary inflation that right. we're charging you more, not because of our wages. Not because our workers would strike if they were not getting paid a livable wage, but also because we've not been factoring Which, a livable you know wage what? into I'd our be, prices. I'd be okay with that this if they were honest time. with it, because you know what? I right? want to have power in my house. If everyone that's responsible for that said, pay me more or we're walking out, I ain't going to go learn that job. No, I need power. Pay them. Absolutely. And but if it comes out of my wallet and everyone else's wallet, fine. Just be honest. Just be transparent about it. The big issue there, it, it all comes down to how it balances out. You can charge me a little bit more if everybody needs to get paid right. However, right. your 40% increase in profits last year... In addition to those additional charges that you're causing me, adds up to more than the one dollar raise. And that that's every and that's the problem with the article is all it did was we're too state aware. They we're, can't do we're that not anymore. using the extra money we're charging you to pay for this, but they don't say why they're charging so us extra money. Profit. So it's because yeah, why are why did the rates experiencing go up? inflation and we need to didn't say mm-hmm. all they said is it's not this. It's not the one thing you might be okay with. Yeah. Frankly, better to let us believe that they're hiking prices to pay people. Right. Because if my electricity goes out, what am I going to do? I'm going to sit in the house like every other idiot. That's the best part is because you know how complicated it is to keep utilities running in a city? And anytime anything goes wrong, the only thing we do is sit in the house and call them idiots. Power goes out during a storm. We're just sitting there like, oh, you fucking morons. And it's like, I don't know how to do that. I could never learn how to do that. If they're mad because they're getting fucked on wage, get your fucking tits off my head. Maybe I should go. I'm also just fucking around. I'm not going anywhere. I just drank two full glasses of wine. So you're stuck with me for a minute. That's fair. So (laughs) we're drinking wine and whiskey and well, I'm not smoking weed, but everybody else is, I guess, including me secondhand. I mean, because it's quite smoky in here. Frankly, you probably <laughs> smoke a lot of weed secondhand. Secondhand say, weed? I'm a very prolific secondhand weed smoker. Yeah, if if you needed to test for a job, you no, might not. To be so fair, silly. I tested for my last job and got nothing. Really? Yeah. Yep. That's so silly. You guys think I smoke way more than I do. I smoke pretty consistently, but I'm only smoking like a bowl a day. It's right, not but even it's all that. in the house. It's also your your close proximity yeah. to Josh while you're smoking. And it's always in the house. You don't go to some other area if, to smoke. Yeah, if you if every single day you were smoking on the other side of the house while he was locked away in another room, I would never yeah, think no, twice about it. Yeah, no. Every single day. But every day we've been We've been in the same room That's a long most time. days, and you have smoked in yep. the room with me every one of them. I'd argue that even though you're not and I still, it right in his face, I still that is passed more than my enough. last drug test. I would, I really would have guessed otherwise. I would no, I so did I. So much so yeah. that I told them that prior. And my wife's a stoner, <laughs> and I might come. I up did. Positive. I I told them that prior <laughs> and said if it comes back positive. 
I'm more than willing to take another drug test and have my wife smoke outside or whatever for a week. It's really not me, I it's swear. It's not me. <laughs> but I I tested positive never, ever, when I was with her. Bananas. Ever. Wow. Not once. I guess I... And I've had both urine and hair samples It's taken. not like I've and had a great... And not once did I get a negative... A, a bad result from those. Things. I have nothing to base drug testing results on except for myself, so I don't have a, you know, super accurate. I believe you use somebody else's piss. Oh, see, I used fake. And piss. you rightfully should. <laughs> I used you fake are piss. Once. Yeah, what to work in a call center? I never even worked there. But whatever. what? Oh, was it for the uh, like Verizon call center up by Garden of the Gods? No, it was for Xerox. Uh, oh yes. That's the one I took. It's also Verizon. It's the same call center. They call it Xerox on the application. Okay. But when you get hired, you're working for Verizon. Okay. Yeah, I tested into that same one, and I used fake piss for that one, and it was horrible. I tested negative, which was awesome, but I heated up the piss, and I strapped it to my leg on a garter, and I was like, right on, let's do this. And they, like, had me spin, and it seemed fine, and I went in to pee, and then I realized that I had not put the squirt cap on the top of the fake piss, and I just had a bottle with the regular cap, and when you opened it up, it, like, glugged on its way out, and they listen. So I was, like, trying really hard to pour this fake piss out of the bottle so that it wouldn't glug, and it kept going, like, glug, 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 and I was like, all right, maybe she won't know. So, you know, I empty it out, whatever, I put the cap back on, put the rest in my pocket, or in my little garter thing, and I was shaking so bad that my name was illegible, because they make you write on the tube afterwards, apparently, after you've peed in it, which is insane. Um, You have to write your own label? You have to sign your name on the label. You have to, like, sign it. I've only ever had to do that after, and then they, in my presence, add it to the sample. She put it on the tube and then made me sign it on the tube. And, like, the awkwardness. That is awkward. It was horrible, and I'm already, if I start getting nervous, I, like, can't even speak. My voice is so shaky. My whole body is so shaky. I go into, like, mini convulsions if I'm nervous. So I'm, like, scribbling all over this thing. And then when I get out, there's, like, hot liquid running down my leg. And there's just fake piss, like, dripping out of this thing that I had not sealed properly. On your thigh? Yes, in so my pants. So you panic. can't even really it doesn't explain even it look away. Like piss. It doesn't it's, look like you pissed your pants. No, it, it just looks like I've obviously faked a drug test. So I have to, like, scurry out of the... That's pretty building funny. really quick and then I didn't know what to do so I sat down in my car and then my whole car seat is kind of wet and I had to it was an ordeal I passed the drug test I didn't take the job that's so funny and, I didn't uh, take the job either I worked but I at Einstein's instead um so here's where you fucked up what I did was I bought a dollar flask the master of passing. A drug <laughs> Here's where you fucked up. Here's where you went wrong. I only did it once, but it was successful. And just hearing your story, I address, could pass an FBI drug test. Bullshit. Here's how. I don't think I have too many people that I know anymore that could have clean piss. <laughs> Who has clean piss? Josh is a mother, child. but she's too old. I have clean piss. You? I think it has to be female. Yeah, I don't they know. Yeah, tell. the FBI would be able to tell that. They could tell. Yeah. So well, anyways. Um, Get it from your niece, man. That's oh, what I'm saying. Kaylin has clean piss. That's, that's what I said. One. A child. It's always yeah. a child. 
Halen it's has clean piss for sure. That's a good option mm-hmm. if I ever need that. Um, I mean, you hope. Well. Yeah. So you get a travel, like I was able to find a travel flask, um, a plastic one, bendy kind of, mm-hmm. you know, just like a plastic mm-hmm. Ziploc bag or something. That's kind of what they um, sent me with the fake from the dollar store during the summertime. And I just used duct tape and taped that to my leg. And I had a girl I know piss in a water bottle, and she left it out in the sun during the summer. Like, at, like, se- she had to go to work at, Wait, like, 7 in the morning. Wait, all summer? Oh, God, it's no. hot, real pee. All I could do the whole time. It has to be hot. It has to be the temperature that it would be well, if yeah, it was coming out Well, yeah, I microwaved mine first. I, that's what they tell you to microwave it for a set amount of time, and then to keep it strapped up against your body for the rest of the time. Yeah. So that it stays body temperature. Or around that range. Right. It probably felt like I had a fever. It was probably a little too hot. But whatever. We well, see, she um, had to go to work at like 7 in the morning. And I'm I didn't sorry, to real that. piss? <laughs> you're real probably, human piss? You're giving a little too much credit to the abilities of, of whoever took your sample. <laughs> they like, they're holding it up, shaking it like, nah, that feels like 102. This is 101. to me. This yeah, is no, no, no. This is clearly not human pee. Well, it can't be called. Uh, well, cold, so, obviously. You know, she pissed in a water bottle and she put it outside her house, you know, 7 a.m. to like, let's say I picked it up at like 9.50 or something like that. And I, then I, <laughs> that is awful. I poured it into the bag. I struck, I duct taped it to my leg. In the bag? You duct taped the bag to your leg? Yeah, so it could say hot between my thighs. A Ziploc bag? Like a garter. You no, were it was scared like the, it was going to, ex- oh, the, 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 the flask. flask. Okay. Yeah. Okay, you said a it was, bag. It still felt like a Ziploc bag. Like, that's the... You duct that's taped what it? Felt like. Yeah, I duct taped it to my leg, and then I put a safety pin on my shirt. And when I got in the bathroom, I used the safety pin to pop the bag. Oh, my God. MacGyver? What the fuck? <laughs> well, let me tell you, it didn't make a glug glug sound. What, what was this drug test for? Fucking Xerox. I didn't take the job. <laughs> I think for a we call were, center job? I think we were testing for the same job. Man, it was you that really went all out. Well, you don't want to get caught faking it. I you didn't know what's sad? If I, I, if I were it the... was worse to get caught faking it than it was to get caught with weed. Yeah, Possibly. Like, Although right. with her, if I were the hiring manager at Xerox, I'd be like, we need people with initiative like you. You're hired. Huh. You're promoted, as a matter There's of fact. There's not nearly enough of this I've, kind of ingenuity I've in I've never our... seen anyone go that balls to the wall for a <laughs> drug test before. What other ideas do you have? Help us bring Xerox out of the fucking <laughs> 90s, please. I'd have hired you on the spot. That's a brilliant idea. You got a duct taped flask with a safety pin? The safety pin I was not expecting. Honestly, the whole time I was picturing you removing the flask in the bathroom while they were listening, trying to avoid the horrible <laughs> duct tape sound. And Which like, is a very you recognizable like cringing sound. as you rip duct tape whether, off your inner thigh. Whether you've ever like, been kidnapped or not, the sound of duct tape is universal. It's unmistakable. We've yep. all had nightmares about it. We've all like contemplated it in different scenarios on different levels. I, I'm so glad you had that idea. That's oh, way more accessible. A needle to the bag. It probably it did sound more like piss than mine did. Mine was rough. It was definitely. It sounded like I was emptying out just 
a half of a bottle of liquor I didn't like or something. It was it was really disgusting. Just to take a hard left here, <laughs> for two reasons. Please. One, because I find the conversation fascinating, and two, because I hate being wrong. I'm riveted, but Jess. Is Best in Show the most solid comedy movie of all time? Yes. I think so, too. I would all argue, right. um, just as far as, like, A, it has, just on pound concept pound. alone, it pound is the pound, most... Pound for pound, it is the most solid A, comedy movie. Okay, no, let's start from the beginning. A, mockumentary, is... Solid. Solid. It's always it's, solid. It's so solid. It is solid, so hard. But the problem is, I feel like nobody has filled... Have you seen the parking Guest's lot movie? Shoes. Have you ever seen the parking lot movie? I've seen parts of it. Um, Revisit. But Christopher Guest had. Like, I know it's not. It's, he's it's, so good at it that nobody has stepped no. in. Documentary now was really good for a couple episodes. There's some that really kill it that are but like it's not super the same. spot on. But it's it's definitely different. Juan likes rice and chicken is the best episode of that whole series. I legitimately was concerned that we had accidentally started watching a different show when it started because it felt so real. I was so convinced that it was a legitimate, heartfelt documentary about this man's rice and chicken shop that I, like, checked to make sure it was still Fred Armisen. But beyond that, there was just really a couple that hit hard. Best in Show has never been questionable. No. Everything else has an aspect or two that could have been better, that maybe could have been improved upon. You there mean is... his other movies? Oh, no, the other mockumentary-style movies. Not Generally, I Guest? would argue that all of Fred Guest... Fred Guest, I'm sorry, I just said Fred Armisen. All of Christopher Guest's movies Well, I feel like I am, IMDb backs that up because... The, top tier. All the top movies for mockumentary are Spinal Tap, Best in of Show, course. For Your Consideration, Mighty Wind. Spinal Tap is the most like, accessible, I think, for most people. That's the one people like. Well, it came were, out way earlier right. than Best in Show. And nobody ever followed government. up with it. Nobody ever looked into it again or tried to find him again. It hit mainstream as Spinal Tap. Everybody wants to turn it up to 11. That's something everyone understands, and e- people say it even if they even don't if they don't know it. the reference, yeah. even if they don't know what you're talking about. They know about. what turning it I'll to eleven is. I'll try to bring is. up, um, you know, I met her on Sunday, my lucky bun day, and nobody nobody cares, nobody cares about bun day, but they all love eleven. But out of all, turn it up to eleven. Not just all comedy movies, best but out of Christopher Guest's best in show is the best. Every single person, Parker Posey has never played a role that I felt was more true to herself. I'll tell you, I've, it's weird because. Her character might be my favorite in the whole movie. Time to me does not exist with that, but I have man crushed on Parker Posey. Oh, she's the best. The longest. She's the only reason I watched Lost in Space. And I have to constantly remind myself that time doesn't exist because like she's still the same age that she was during best in show she and winona ryder even though that was she and winona ryder are like diehards honestly i can't i can't believe i said olivia wilde earlier because if i could hook up with any celebrity in the world it would be parker posey parker posey is awesome like 100 winona ryder is a super hot klepto which is like 
you know. She's That's got your her thing. Own... It's so That's cute. That's your niche. It's so but... cute. Dark, mysterious klepto. It's great. I kind of want oysters. Heathers? We don't have any oysters. Oh, I know we don't. But we no, can't I'd have say oysters like, delivered. Could we go? Yeah, when we're done talking, we can go get oysters. Okay. <laughs> you know, I like but Sienna like, Miller. I don't know who that is. Sienna Miller? She's hot. <sighs> who is that? She keep blonde. Mm. You want to hear yes! a funny story? <laughs> Jess, here, I'll, let me tell you a funny oh, story. I talking about Parker no, Posey, though. We'll get back to Those that in a braces. second. I, oh, I know. I, said, I well, was more of a soy milk chai latte kind of girl. Uh, um, oh, because you're lactose intolerant now. Oh, because of the lactose. Mm-hmm. You're lactose intolerant now. <laughs> Here's a fun story about Sienna Miller that is funny whether you know who she is or not. Can you show me a picture? Will you... Yeah, I'm sure. She's getting it. Do. I know she is. So, somehow or another, Laura and I got into a bizarre threesome discussion one night. As you do. As it happens, you know. And she asked me who I would want for a threesome. And all I had, I, I said, I was like, all that came to mind was Jennifer Aniston, but I got, like, nobody else leapt into my mind. Why? Who would you pick for your threesome? And without hesitation, she said Sienna Miller and Jude Law. Ha! That's not a threesome. And I was like, wait, wait, wait. You like, said, am I not a part of this? And that's what I was asking. I was like, wait, are we talking about who the third person would be? <laughs> She's like, no, no, no. And I'm like, wait, wait. So what am I doing? During that threesome, I just... Whatever you want. You do whatever you <coughs> no, want. I, I'm having a threesome what with I said Sienna was, Miller so and wait, I just... I'm supposed oh to stand God. there and watch? And she's like, no, no, no. You can't watch. No, that's not a threesome And anymore, I was like, wait, wait. You so have to go. I have to leave while you fuck Sienna Miller and Jude Law? <laughs> and I told her, I said, if there's any justice in the world, somehow... I don't know how, but somehow Jude Law and Sienna Miller will be carpooling and will break down in front of our house and need assistance. And when they come in, they'll both want to fuck me (laughs) and not you. And what will you do then? And then I'm going to go, ha, I'm going to go fuck Sienna Miller and Jude Law. But then we started talking about threesomes. And it turned out, not only was I not allowed to watch her threesome, I actually wasn't even allowed to be in a threesome. Oh, I mean... No matter the circumstances, I narrowed it down to, what if I'm fucking you and Jude Law's fucking me from behind? She's like, no. Oh, that's hot. Are you serious? She's not into that? I was like, wait, I can't even have sex with my wife while I get butt-fucked by Jude Law? Oh, I know her. She's super cute. And she's yeah, like, yeah, no, really I don't, I don't want to share oh, you. Oh, yeah, no, I totally know yeah. her. And then you know who Jude Law uh, is? See, all I wish is that... I know who Jude Law is, and he's an attractive dude. But I can't even get plowed by Jude Law while having sex with my own wife. That's too far for her. But I mean, it's okay for her. I don't, I wouldn't fuck But Jude him Law. with her. Like, they're the I, couple I, and I'm the unicorn. I wouldn't fuck Jude Law. If I'm the unicorn? No. 
Oh, I'm I not would. What about Heidi Klum and Seal? Uh, yeah. Seal? Oh, 100%, dude. 100% I would be That would be a card. fun unicorn. I would 100% be whatever you want to call like, it. Like, They're divorced! Almost. It does not matter. That it would could be, be even, even more better. better. Also, even no, better. no, no, no. I would They're fuck. not even romantically involved. As far as, far as voices go. That's, that's them saying we could have he such sing good to sex. As far no, as, that's them no, saying no, no. our I, sex is so good that we will continue fucking outside of this marriage because I would, it's so fantastic. No, and no, if no. you wanted anyone to be a part of that, you would be a fucking idiot to say no. I would absolutely <laughs> fuck Seal's voice. But his face... What if it was Heidi Klum with Seal's voice? I'm okay with that. I'm better than that fucking face. I'm sorry, Seal's face looks like that's where the Mars rover should have landed. He's got that Bill Murray pockmark shit, man. Man, there's something about... You got a nice set of teeth and like I like his music. I think they're cute. I love his music. He's got a vibe. I, I introduced like, you to a lot of Seal's that's what I'm music. Saying is no, like Brandon his cute me smile. To kiss by a rose. I don't know the cute smile and the general vibe. Like he's really big. I ain't worried about he's your big. I he's big. He's tall, right? I know. He's very tall. Yeah. Let's just, let's, I'm yeah, aware. Let's, let's list I'm, all the ways Seal's better than me. Let's think. <laughs> He's big, he's tall, he's black. <laughs> he married Heidi Klum. Music. Heidi Klum is hot, too. God, I, I know Heidi. Heidi Klum is hot. Oh, I love Heidi. You know, and it's, so, that's the only reason I But let's watched. be fair. Heidi Klum fell in love with Seal's personality, no, not his say? face. What a cheeky <laughs> thing. What, who's the other blonde anyway. that I like? Kate Moss. Oh, the I other Kate blonde. Moss. I was gonna say it's like. an un- unpopular opinion lately. I've I've no. seen a lot of hate on Kate Moss, but I do I like Kate Moss. Honestly, I've not seen anything about her as to why I should hate her. So just like I'll take it one step further. Jess. Oh, like I'm sorry, but um, Jess, I'm sure you can she help has me. her own things going on, and she you can both sweet. help me. I actually guys. recently read an article about how when Johnny Depp was, like, madly in love with Heidi Klum, mm-hmm. he did a romantic gesture of filling up an entire bubble bath with champagne. And I thought that was kind of hot. That's super hot. That sounds yeah. like the dirtiest I don't know if you should have champagne ever. in your badge, but, like... I'd do it for five minutes. Yeah, absolutely. Like, Frankly, the detriments are minimal if you're hanging out with Johnny Depp in a bathtub full of champagne. Even so. Josh with a bathtub Man, you guys... We alone were, in a bathtub full of champagne. We were yeah. talking about Let's the... Let's go buy some cheap champagne. Even the Colorado Springs utility bill is cheaper than filling a bathtub full of fucking champagne. I know, even if it was Dude, cheap Dude, you champagne, get that $7 so bottle. Yeah, you would Do still you still... Like, you have any idea how many bottles that would take to fill know, a tub? 80, no, 80 times like, 7? That's $350 for a bath. I yeah. mean, frankly, for a bathtub full of champagne, less than 500 bucks, like, duh. That's you a Valentine's Day go, bullshit That's what I'm right saying. There. You're that's going for a is. bathtub full of champagne, dude. What's your expectation? Yeah, well, like, Johnny Depp just bucks? did that shit, like, probably on a Friday. I don't yeah, have an expectation. Dude, for, like, yeah, for 350 bucks for someone that, like, literally spends... Yeah, I guess that's easy pants. if you're like, worth millions. Right. If your jeans cost $500, then, like, then, yeah, that's champagne not such a big no deal. And I am cute. not suggesting that I want you to do that. I would be so upset if you spent that much money on champagne. You'd be like, I'm sorry, I needed that money. I would kill money. myself. I needed that money for our utility bill. 
I knew you wouldn't. If I went out and bought that much champagne right now so I could have a champagne bubble bath. I wouldn't kill myself for a mistake you made. (laughs) I would just give you endless grief. So I think it's two to one on voting yes for a bath of champagne. (laughs) Budget permitting. Although, seriously, (laughs) please don't spend your money on a champagne bath. It's not good for you, and it's a waste of damn fine champagne. Or buy the cheap champagne. Also, wait, out of curiosity, wouldn't you be sticky when you do it? Oh, yeah, you still have to shower. You still have to shower. Are you telling me that after a big bubble bath, you don't rinse off in the shower? I don't. You just get out of a bubble bath. Why'd you look at me when you asked that question? Like, I would know. Well, frankly, because I assumed that Laura would rinse off after a bubble bath. No, I take a deep, hot, steamy shower before I take a bubble bath. And and I make sure, like, I shave my legs. What about the bubbles? It's soap. I'm I've I fluff it or I I wave it off me. She waves I it. I wave it. The soap? Yeah. Plus most of it's like an oil that you want to be absorbed into your skin like a lotion. But like you soak I don't think I'm it's soaking intended. in water. I don't think it's yeah, the water's okay. fine like a regular bath. I I think if you shower before a bath, you don't have to rinse off after the bath. That's Then fine. that's what I'm doing. I usually bathe and then shower if I'm going to take a bath no. because I don't want to take the pre-shower. Cuz you want to relax after. when you're in the bath. I want to relax in the bath. You're done. Yeah, and I don't Plus, like the idea of soaking in the dirt. That is I don't take a lot of baths, so honestly, I don't have a routine. But conceptually with a bubble bath, it's the it's the bubble bath specifics. You, you gotta wash off the bubbles. They're soap. Yeah, well, you just, like, push them away. Uh, she just waves them off. That's I just wave I know, them she's off. doing, like, a, a Britney Spears a shoulder shimmy. She does, like, a slow shimmy just to Which obviously wave those does bubbles away. No, I mean, well, not, like, <laughs> there's not a lot of bubbles left if you sit in there for, like, 20 minutes. I mean, it doesn't seem they like do it's harming you. Sorry. I mean, you can rinse off if you want. I got nice skin. It's okay. Yeah, it doesn't seem like you're having issues with your lack of bubble rinsing. I'm just surprised. No, she doesn't. I really no. thought it was... Yeah, let's be clear. Let's be let's... clear. There's no no rash. No no bubble rash happening. You're fine. I got myself a bath bomb for my birthday. I haven't used one of those. If you had so to long. stick to one though, if you had to just stick to either baths or showers. Shower. I haven't taken so a bath I. in like fucking Laura, five no, years. I'm not sure. What would bath. you pick? You'd pick bath? Yeah. Why? It's, it's more rewarding. It's relaxing. If I had a nice bathtub and a comfortable place to bathe, I have a fear of the water that I'm soaking in being related to the water inside the pipes. I don't always feel even That seems good. like an Elaine from Seinfeld kind yeah, of Yeah, I don't even feel good showering sometimes. I get weird about Why? the Why? Do you feel like your downstairs out? neighbors are getting your used water? No, or? no, no. I, I'm just concerned about my house being fr- birth taking control. birth control. Um, that alarm brought to you by birth control. Don't forget to take your fucking pill. Junifei. Please, don't have children. Take your goddamn pills. can you go grab it for me? And we're back. 
After a brief word from our sponsor, Birth Control. Yeah, I just feel like the water in my pipes in a 1950s house is, like, not clean. I feel like this how could the water be clean? House? How could the water be clean coming out of the pipes? If you leave, if you take, a, like, a month and a half long vacation... When you come home and you turn your water on for the first time in, like, over a month, is it sediment We've filled? never been gone for a month. Oh, okay. So, the first time I ever took, like, a long vacation, we didn't turn on the water downstairs for maybe two weeks. And when I turned it back on, it was, like, yellow when it came out. And I was looking it up, and it's just a normal thing that happens in old homes with old pipes because there's mineral sediment in the pipe. From all the water that's ever passed through it, that's heavier than the water, and while it's flowing through the pipes, it settles inside the pipes. How old is your home? Sit, 1954. The same as so about the same as us. Yeah. I so mean... we didn't. I was told it's totally normal, especially for a basement. It's low-running pipes. They just have sediment. It's minerals. So then I'm wondering, what's going on inside these pipes? There's no way that just water running through them for fucking, what, 70 years is somehow keeping them clean? That's bananas, right? There's no way. Well, what would you do if you just lived in nature? A stream, at least. Like, you find an aquifer. I would, if I lived in nature, I'd like to... What say, is an I, aquifer? I would live... <laughs> I would move back to Florida... They if have I had to gross live in the water. woods. No, but you can find natural springs in the woods. The pumped water through the city is nasty, and ocean water is nasty. But, like, Wakulla Springs, it, which is right outside my hometown, has, like, the largest natural... I think it's the deepest natural spring in America. And it's just an insane, like, fucking 150-foot natural spring you just dive down in there get a bunch of water it's the cleanest water you could possibly get it smells and tastes and feels amazing it's besides the alligator shit which i would argue is not that bad for you compared to like mineral deposits after 70 years you know do you understand now why i don't edit because this is exactly no, like this is life. All garbage. It's garbage. No, this <laughs> is life. This is how people talk. <laughs> you know, Honestly, I'm it's done, why I I'm done to with the refinement. That's why I do it. I do listen to podcasts just to listen to people talk about nothing because I do it while I do my dishes. And, like. Yeah, Seinfeld. I love it. A show about nothing. Highest rated sitcom ever. That can't be a fucking coincidence. <laughs> This is, this is real life. Why edit when this is exactly how everyone talks? Speaking of which, um, how how long has this been running? Hour forty one. Yeah, we're pro. That's how long. <laughs> and we've we've concluded <coughs> nothing of substance. I think that we've managed to touch on the fact that I love Valentine's Day. Yeah, I happy love Valentine's love. Day episode. Look at that. Anyone that is you know, loving somebody right now, got a, you got a soulmate, you got a connection. Can I maybe have a little tiny glass of that whiskey? Of course. Yeah. You know, you just tell them you love them. It's not going to kill them. It's not going to hurt them. Tell your friends you love them. Yeah. I mean, love, I love, I love it. Um, I love so it. we covered that and then we also covered many other I don't even remember I don't care but I hope everybody enjoys it
I don't care if people enjoy it or not. Take that, listeners. We we lo- we love and respect our listeners. I shout out. I love y'all. All three you know, of you them. Got- I'm a little angry that you guys have already done this because, frankly, I realized that Anchor was a thing, and I was like, damn, like just for free, I can just put this shit out there. Yeah. I've been and, telling you uh, for years that you'd be good. I know. At we've it. talked about it, and I was like, man. I've been meaning. Literally a I, couple I mean, weeks ago. I could show Laura how to do this in two seconds. She could record just the two we of could you. Do our own. Yeah. But, well, because then I feel like I'm stepping on your toes. No, you can have your own podcast. Well, will you include me? Yes. So, more updates to come, (laughs) but... I just, a couple weeks ago, was like, you know what? Maybe it would be fun. And frankly, I'm going to do a little editing. (laughs) I'm not editing shit. (laughs) And we'll we'll get to the wrap-up here. Because this question, I'm actually genuinely interested in from Jess. Are you going to ask what are her five favorite chips? No. Oh. I don't eat chips. But I do, I do, (laughs) I have, I have this kind of thing. At some point, I talk, I try to make a top five something. You and I have already agreed that Best in Show is the most solid comedy movie of all time. But I'm interested to know, what would the other four be for you? Okay, so... First of all, I, I'm going to name some things while I brainstorm. That's so fine. there's not an awkward pause, but don't take me from the from the get-go here. Awkward pause is the um, alternative title to this podcast. Alternative <laughs> title number 792. But also I want to reorder them after I've contemplated. That's fine. So the thing is, Christopher Guest is killer. And I really do think that like Best in Show is the only one that makes my top five. A Mighty Wind really touches me in a way like growing up with bluegrass and folk music but and like it, yeah, being right. a part of the I culture. I see that, but is like, it oh, the most I, solid? My entire childhood was hanging out with folk bands at the small folk festivals. So you'd put it on and, your like, list. Feeling cool. I'm contemplating putting it on my list. I really. Ah, oh, see, I feel like I'm on the spot, though. I feel like I'm going to miss something. Rat big. race? No, you don't have to be I on the spot. I don't even know what rat race is. I don't even know what you're talking about. I know what rat race is. It's not on the list. I would say, um, personally, so this is judged on, like, my, mostly on my personal nostalgic feelings. And that's actually all I'm asking because, for. Because, yeah, yeah, so we're, we're just not, a preface. We're not writing for the New York Times. This is not about the quality of the movie itself, but I really love Miss Congeniality. As okay. far as, like, quoting every line to a movie, Miss Congeniality is probably number two in front of Best in Show. That might be my second You mean right behind favorite. Best in Show? Well, I'm gonna I'm add to my to my list. I'm, I'm gonna add Groundhog Day. Ah, uh, see, I don't like Groundhog Day I do. very much. Mm, see, and then there's some classics like I really love Time Bandits, but then I've watched oh, it recently Lord. and it's fucking rough. It's like I, it's pure it's nostalgia, it's but like if really that's all bad. it is, then but that's fine. But it does. It like hits something that I love. So, t- um, what was that one? Uh, Tiny Sol- Toy Soldiers, um, Tiny Soldiers. It has David Small Cross soldiers? in it. 
small soldiers. It's David Cross as like the military development guy for the tech industry, and they come out with the microchips and they put it in the Gorgons. And the yeah, Gorgons the one come to life, uh, Tommy Lee Jones, Kirsten Dunst, when she yes! was like fourteen. Yes. Yeah. And it's like yeah. we watched that recently, and it fucking blew that's, me away. That's pretty solid. Every yeah. every little chunk, I was like, this is still so, so solid to this I'm day. Gonna... It is so good. Groundhog Day is on my list, but it's not the best Bill Murray comedy. Because also on my list, higher than Groundhog Day, I gotta go with What About Bob. What About Bob? What About Bob is fucking solid. Absolutely. Just the other day, somebody. Ah, it might have even been earlier today. God damn it! Somebody referenced it, and I just really wanted to bring it up, and I felt like it was inappropriate. I felt like they wouldn't get the reference. I always want to say, well, if you fake it, you don't have it, and. It never comes across right when I start fake heart attacking in yeah. the middle of my job. And yeah. I, I fucking love What About Bob. Son Bill Murray bitch. and Richard Dreyfus slay that movie. Ugh. Richard Dreyfus is so good at that point where he's. You camel piss. When he's driving with Bill Murray and then Bill Murray annoys him to the point where he stop. he just slams on the brakes and he wants to throw bill murray out of the vehicle but what Pretty he says explosives? is he said he says get out of the car in a way that he he car. emphasizes nothing there's no syllables get he gets out no he walks around to the side he <laughs> opens the door and then just goes <laughs> that is like right before he tries to blow him up. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just a solid comedy. I love What About Bob. It's beautiful. I'm oh, you know what it was? They were talking about people audibly chewing. Somebody mentioned oh, doing and then a little you were, dance. The, the Bill Murray. Doing a little dance while like, you're eating because you love it. Loving the dinner so going, much. Mmm. 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 Uh, oh, 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 oh. Can I, can I have some more potatoes? Oh, man. Would you like, no, would you like more potatoes, Bob? I fucking love What About Bob. He's choking, he's choking. <laughs> <laughs> You're a hero. You saved him. He's just coughing on the carpet. Uh, see, okay, so that's a good solid three. I do love What About Bob, Miss Congeniality, and Best in Show. Who even makes that list? Those are. I gotta. I so gotta good. add Clue. I love Clue. Clue. I haven't seen Clue in a long <laughs> oh, time. I watch Clue at least once a month. I haven't seen Clue in like six years. That I is could obscene. Do Clue again. You gotta watch Clue. Ah. Tim Curry. Ah, see what we should oh, do. Oh. We should do like a full fucking. We should watch. Clue fantastic and what movies about that we know every line to <laughs> and just um, and drink when they say funny stuff it's mst3k but comedy movies what is that but not bad movies. mystery science yeah. theater 3000, 3000 is like yeah. old campy movies and they like it's it joel it's hodgson yeah it's basically just a silhouette of their characters in front of a movie theater screen mocking watching the bad old movie, movies and they talk over the whole thing and make commentary and like make up funny lines for what people are saying and no a couple of, of guys did i don't know. know if it was joel hodgson but a couple other guys from mst3k did that it was called riff tracks where they yes. recorded riff tracks is yeah. great 
it's much better, honestly, in my opinion, because, like, MST3K is a little campy. It's a little well, hard to get into. Well, it is very campy, but you also... You might want to take some drugs He first. had no budget. <laughs> it is just, like, cardboard robots. Like... He had no budget. <laughs> That's, oh, that's why he used those old movies. And some of movies. the movies are so good. Like, yeah. some of the movies legitimately still creeped me out, regardless of the, like, additional comedy, but everything Clue, else going on. Matter of fact, I'll take it a step further. I think Clue has the best closing line of any comedy movie ever. Fucking ever. Because... They had three endings because when they aired it in theaters, no, when they aired it in theaters, each theater had a different ending because they wanted you to go see the movie in the theater three times. But the ending line is Michael McKean as Mr. Green revealing himself. Spoilers. Spoilers for a movie (laughs) from 85. Are you fucking kidding me? Michael McKean revealing himself to be an FBI agent. And Tim Curry's butler was actually Mr. Body. And then Mr. Green pulls his gun and shoots him in the hallway. And then the cops barge in and start pointing their guns at everyone. And all the suspects are pointing their fingers at one another. And the chief of police says, all right, who done it? And Mr. Green yells out, they all did it. But if you want to know who killed Mr. Body, I did. In the hall with the revolver. All right, Chief, take him away. I'm going to go home and have sex with my wife. (laughs) And that's been conversations with random nobodies. And sometimes somebodies? We're getting the hook from my wife. We got to say congratulations. If you made it this far, congratulations. She's the Sandman. Go ahead, Laura. You got it. Over and out. Have a great night. <laughs> Over and out. Apparently, we're coming to you live from a 1942 submarine. Roger that. If you made it this far, congratulations. We'll catch you next time on Conversations with Random Nobodies. And sometimes somebodies.